Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Thriving Thursday on the Empowered in My Skin podcast. Are you ready to be inspired by chillable size episodes? Well, I think you are. So let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes. It is time for Thriving Thursday, and yes, I am not alone. I am with my friend and co-host, Gabby 1B. Thank you. I love it when you introduce me because it's always different each time, and I never know what to expect, so I just love it. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to our Thursday space. It's a quick, quick conversation that we have, you know, 10 to 12 minutes about a really relevant topic today is no different. Uh, I'd like to talk about something that I know can resonate with every single listener here. And that is everyone has a story. Okay. Mm. Sometimes though, we keep it inside. It's Mm. hard to let out your story. It's hard to be vulnerable sometimes. Mm. And I know both of us on this call Mm. have our own stories and, and uh, we have shared some of them, not even just to each other, but even on stages for the purpose of helping others. And so I thought today in Kitchi, I thought we could talk about, you know, how can someone share their vulnerability to others? And uh, I'd like to turn it over to you because I know you've been vulnerable about some stories in your life and maybe how did you gain the courage to do so and what tips can you give someone that maybe helps them share their own story? Yeah, well, for sure. The first thing that comes to mind and I, like I said, I, you know, we always say it, these episodes, we really, I don't know what we're going to talk about. So I, I just allow myself to hear the question and, and allow whatever download comes to come. The first thing that came to mind is your, like your support system matters. Yeah. Right. So you, you, I think there's something, at least that's what I feel. There's something to be said about knowing that there's people that won't judge you, that will not criticize you, that will love you and have loved you through the experience probably. Okay. Because when you're telling your story, it's never when you're in the experience. That's what I would say. Um, And if you're still not, if you still haven't learned the lesson then I would say your this, that story of whatever it is that you're going through is not yet ready to be told. I think mm. the art of storytelling is truly about teaching the lesson. It's about you know um, sharing the message, and it's not about regurgitating the experience. You know, and um, so yes, first and foremost, it's knowing that you have people that supported you through it and will support you um, as you brave and be courageous to now share the story with others that weren't necessarily part of the experience you know that's first and foremost and Kitchi, i remember sitting in the audience at one of your effective speeches where you had this list of Mm -hmm. things that can happen to anyone and you had said uh you know raise your hand or stand up if any of these have ever happened to you. And you went through this list of infertility and harassment, and you went through all of these things, and the whole audience could relate. Everyone was standing. And that just goes to show that everyone has a story, but maybe mm-hmm. not everybody can, mm-hmm. can share it. Do you remember that moment when everyone Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I do that quite often. I have, it's, um, it's an experience that I learned from a 
an event I went to and I'll probably, um, if it makes sense, I'll put it in the show notes because mm-hmm. I, I know the woman's name is Nicole. I just can't remember her last name, but she does have a, a business. And at her workshop, she did this and it was very powerful. It was done a little bit differently than how, yeah. you know, sort of, you know, I've done it or even, you know, Julie's done it too. And, um, and did it really big forums as well. Mm-hmm. I do remember one time I did it. I was probably one of, if not the only black person in the room. Mm-hmm. The room had about 250 people in it. Mm-hmm. And majority of the people in the room were white. And it was a mixture of men and women. Yeah. And maybe just a few white men, few, not a lot, just yeah. a few white men were not standing at the end. Um, because I would say my experience are not ones that are for it, just black women, right? Like yeah. it could have been a white man whose wife had experienced infertility that yeah. could have stood, right? And, or whose parents were divorced. He could have, he or she could have stood for that, you know, but for whatever reason, they're, they're, so I did ask them to stand. And I said, when you stand, you're standing in the gap for those who are standing because yeah. they resonated with something on the list. Because sometimes it's, it's, it's about standing in the gap for others as well. Yes. And I usually, and, and the power in sharing that or doing that exercise has always been about helping people to say, we are more connected than we are different when we connect with other humans because of a human lived experience. Mm-hmm. And I say that because in this time with this whole movement on race, mm-hmm. it just blows my mind that people can't lock into the fact that we were all at one time birthed into the world. Yes. And we were birthed into the world, into a space of love for the most of us, for yeah. most babies, everything else we learned about what, you know, why our differences just because of color yeah. or the fact that even this status might be viewed as anything contrary to love yeah. is a learned behavior. Yes, it you is. Know? And so it's, it's possible to unlearn it, but here's the thing, like being, being, you know, rejected because of the fact that I'm black mm. probably feels no different than a woman being rejected by her husband or a husband being rejected by his wife. Right. So when I say I've been rejected as one of my lived experiences, there's people that can stand up because they've been rejected for a job they really wanted mm-hmm. because they've been rejected by their children, you know, their children mm-hmm. disowning them. Yeah. Could be, they were, you know what I mean? For, yep. So is that, is that feeling of what it means to be rejected by something that, you know, left you traumatized mm-hmm. where you find the commonality as, to another human being who's lived that experience. And so I encourage everyone, like, your story, your glory is through your story. Yes. It is, and through it is where you can make and create change in this world, you know, where you can just touch a human that you didn't even know needed to be touched in a given moment because you, you share this lesson that you learned from this story that you no longer holds you down or pins you down to the ground, you know? Right. And there's some beauty in that, yes. you know? In the Bible, there's Galatians 6, 2 shows, says, share each other's troubles and problems, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. You know, and that's a, an example of our lives are not our, our, just our own to hold on to and not share, you know? Um, we're on this world for a purpose, and, you know, and your purpose is really to share your life, right? And to help another human somewhere simply because you dare to share. 
Yes. Thank you for saying that. I have a story. Last year, I held in my sneeze. Okay. Typically I'm one of those sneezers that goes, Wah, you know, and I just kind of rumble it. But this particular day I did one of those mouse like sneezes where I went and I kind of kept it inside. Now, what was interesting with keeping it inside was that, uh, blood came out of my eye. Yeah. Went to the doctor and it turns out I popped a blood vessel in my mm. eye. And he actually said I was quite lucky because I could have burst, uh, you know, I could have torn my esophagus or burst my eardrum and it could have actually been more severe. And after maybe three months, my eye went back to normal and I completely healed. But I'll tell you what I learned from that. Mm. I learned that sneezing is one of the most powerful forces of the human body. And what mm. I did was I kept it inside. And that's no different than keeping your story inside, mm -hmm. keeping your anger, your hurt, your emotions inside. Mm -hmm. And what that's doing is manifesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if we are driving a car and we suddenly hit a wall, we know what the repercussions will be. Mm -hmm. So why would we treat our, our anxieties or stress or fears any differently by mm -hmm. keeping it inside and then hitting a wall? Instead, mm -hmm. we need to let it out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand firsthand, it's hard to sometimes let it out, depending what your circumstance are. Maybe there's someone that is having a difficult time with their employer, but they are afraid to let it out for fear of being fired because they need to put food on their table. Or maybe there's a, a, a wife who's being abused by her husband, but afraid to say anything for fear that she doesn't have a career and doesn't know how to leave him. So I get that. But what I learned from keeping my sneeze inside is to let it out and keep mm -hmm. finding someone until mm -hmm. you find someone that will hear you, a friend, a neighbor, a psychologist, psychiatrist, your doctor, your employer, whoever. But I do believe it's important that we keep trying to find someone until you can let it out. Because mm -hmm. once we let it out and we can share our story, that's incredibly therapeutic, cathartic, and you are connecting uh, connecting people just as you said the importance of connecting humans so and i love it and just let me ask you a question just because um you know kind of what you said i i also i i looked at that as you know not holding your pain but expressing mm -hmm. but allowing allowing your pain to be expressed like expressing yes. what you're going through but at what point do you say your circumstance or situation your experience becomes a story i think it's always been a story I think that it's a matter of what we do with that story and when mm -hmm. and how. And certainly mm -hmm. there is perhaps a way to recite it. You know, it is important to focus on the good. You know, mm -hmm. people may not know that I live with multiple sclerosis. Mm -hmm. It's a disease of the central nervous system with no cure. Mm -hmm. It's not going to shorten my life, but it will and has altered my life. And I could give you a million reasons why I'm afraid and scared and sad, but Instead, I say, instead of saying, why me? I say, why not me? Okay. Mm. I may have MS, but MS does not have me. Ooh, and yeah. so with that statement, that's actually by Montel Williams. I can't take credit mm. for that statement. <laughs> and, uh, and the reason why that's important is because I focus on what it has brought to me and, and the benefits and what I'm grateful for and what I can do. And so when we can start focusing on the the gratitude side mm -hmm. of our story, mm -hmm. then I think it becomes easier to eventually share it in the platform that you feel most comfortable 
whether yeah. it's one-on-one or on a stage or with your employer or friend or whatever that looks like. What yeah. do you think about that? No, I, 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 so I think, I think twofold. I think there's, you know, sharing the experience, sharing the circumstance. Um, but if I think about like a book, if you think about, you pick up a book to read and you're going to be reading a story, it is, um, it is taking you through, you know, a period of time, um, where, and, and, and at the end of it, there's, there's maybe one, several, you know, messages that you've learned through it, but there's a learning from it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, I, I would say that, you know, as we tell our stories, it's always about teaching the lesson. You know, you got, when you get, you give, when you learn, you teach, you got the experience and, and now you understanding the experience and now you're teaching the experience through your story. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. So to anyone listening, you know, it is important that there is a support system Uh, We have to teach the lessons, you know, stand in that gap, Mm -hmm. connect with humans and really just share our lives. When you're ready, you'll know you're ready. Mm -hmm. And, you know, look for that person that you can talk to and you'll know when and how to be vulnerable. And it really is quite therapeutic when you share your story. It's also, it's serving. And we've talked about that before on Thriving Thursdays, the value in, in using your human to serve others is very, very powerful. So Gabby, thank you. Thank you for this topic. It's uh, mm-hmm. it was awesome. I love it. And, thank you know, you. just as a little bit of a plug, I, I am going to be, and I, um, uh, launching a workshop uh, to help people, you know, tell their story because I, I believe that, um, empowered that's the empowered in my skin workshop is really being able to be empowered through your experiences being able to be empowered through your story and uh, teaches it'll teach you the dynamics of what that uh, and, and how to tell your story powerfully mm. mm-hmm. I love that and thank you for sharing your wisdom yeah. and on that note I think we're going to wrap up for today what would you like to say that's right this is the time where we say we're out <laughs> bye bye So there you have it. I hope you're thriving and thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And remember, whatever platform you are listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. As Tom Bilyeu says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome hanging with you. I'm your girl, and I'm out.